while we want each woman to find her own showing up, her own voice, her own badass self individually, it's really a cultural movement. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, executive leadership coach, and author of the Be a Badass Six Tools to Uplevel Your Life. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you integrate who you really are with what you do. I call that living a badass life. Are you with me? Let's go. Welcome everybody to your Badass Journey podcast. Today, I have the founders of Twisting the Plot. Now, if you are a woman over 50 or anybody actually aging, which is all of us, you're totally going to benefit from today's conversation and how these two women have joined forces in helping other women over the age of 50 figure out the what's next, get closer connection to who they are, and really design the life that they truly desire having in order to find fulfillment as they step forward after certain plots have twisted in their life. So this conversation is a fun one. I enjoy Cecilia and Hannah so much. Obviously, I will put uh, direct links in the show notes as as you guys want to connect with them. But I, I really encourage you to reach out if you are somebody who is not really feeling as though you're part of a tribe uh, and you're over 50 as a female and you're looking to connect in a way that helps you design what this phase in your life is all about. Welcome, everybody, to your Badass Journey podcast. Today, I have Hannah and Cecilia from Twisting the Plot. And I love these ladies, and I can't wait to introduce to you what they're doing. So welcome, ladies. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Kareem. Thanks for having us. (laughs) This is going to be a blast because... um, And I'm not sure which one of you wants to take the first stab at answering this question, but I would love for you to explain what Twisting the Plot is all about. <laughs> you want me to start it? Or... Oh, Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Twisting the Plot. Well, Twisting the Plot is... We came up with our creative title, uh, Twisting the Plot, because it's for women over 50 who have either had their plots twisted, because a lot of women over 50 have their plots twisted unexpectedly, or and want to twist their plots, make change in their lives, How Hannah and I um, got started with this is that we were both in our um, 50s and we were realizing that we didn't really know what we were supposed to be doing next. You know, I mean, we, we were sort of stuck. We were thinking, well, geez, you know, there's no maps out there. Like, what are we supposed to do now? Are we supposed to move towards retirement? Are we, um, we felt invisible. Uh, I called Hannah panicked one day saying, I caught my um, reflection in a, in a store window. And Hannah, I've turned into a dumpling. Where, where have I gone? <laughs> Right. <laughs> the dumpling. I love it. He said maybe I was just hungry. Yeah. But I, 
Uh, You know, and so we started talking to other women our age. We started gathering women, actually. We did a couple dinners. We did a couple... And we asked people, you know, and we kept getting the same answers from people. Like, I don't know what to do. Go on. The question kept coming up, is this it? You know, know, am I just now supposed to just sit here and kind of wait and fade? And we were like, I don't want to do that. And neither did the people we were talking to. Yeah, it's really interesting that... You know, we get this really hard push in our high school years, let's say. I'm going to go back a little bit where it's like, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? What kind of school do you want to go to? How are you going to make it happen? Right. And then you have your 20s where it's like, push, 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 figure it out. You know, based on if you got a degree, if you didn't get a degree, do you want to go into certain skills, jobs, and, right. and establish yourself so that you're credible in whatever market you're in? 30s and then your 40s are all about that fine-tuning mastery, growth spurts, like making sure that like what you've learned put out there. You know, I would say for for me, and I'm definitely on the cusp of of always overachieving, <laughs> like mm-hmm. in the in the realm of self-discovery and what else, right? Like that's what I help people do is like up yes. level to the next level. But when I hit my 40s, I was like, okay, what what is the impact I want to have? You know, mm-hmm. what's the level of contribution? Mm-hmm. And then I could totally see as I, as I enter towards my 50s, even that same questioning of what's next. So tell me a little bit about your background so folks understand why the work you're doing is so relevant and also the method of which you do it in makes sense to the audience you're trying to attract, which is women over 50. Mm-hmm. Well, our background, I mean, to go way back, Seal and I've been friends for over 40 years. Mm-hmm. We met in college, auditioning for a musical theater class to, um, together. Uh-huh. Uh, we got in. Um, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> barely, but we got in. Um, and so that's how we know each other. So it, it was a natural fit that we would evolve. We've evolved together over the years. We've walked through everything together. Mm-hmm. So we have a, a, a great bond in that sense. What we also hold is that we both have both an artistic background in, in creative arts and Seal's also a drama therapist. And we also have a clinical background. So I'm a psychotherapist, Seal's a um, psychologist. And so we bring this kind of nice mix of science and art to the idea of helping women see what's ahead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's our, and, and, and one of the things that we started to get interested in was this idea of longevity that women, you know, that here we are 50, I'm 60 and, you know, gee, I, I don't feel done. I really don't. And, you know, I really, I, I plan to be around past a hundred. So, you know, we started to think about that. And actually at first, to be fair, Hannah and I saw it as a public health crisis at first, right? We were very <laughs> serious. We would give talks about like no maps and, and, and women, uh, the suicide rate for women over 50, it is really, really high. I mean, yeah. it is still. It's fastest growing uh, suicidal uh, population actually mm-hmm. and drug addiction and all. So we were going around and talking the sort of woe is me story, right, Hannah? Right. And, you know, I mean, people were listening to us but one day, Hannah and I were just sort of sitting and I think I was doing again like, ah, oh, there's nothing. It's where ageism is just horrible and there's no um, openings and we live in a youth-centered culture. And Hannah kind of looked at me and smiled and said, hey, you know, maybe this is a good thing. 
And she said, maybe we could make it up. So since then, we've both become certified in positive psychology and our whole uh, methodology, our whole way that we want to help women discover who they could be and uncover their purpose and imagine new possibilities. We take a more positive bent on it. You know, it's, it's, we, we say, you know, it's an, it's an, it's an, it's an act of art. Actually, it's, it's, you're a work of art and let us show you how to, you know, really become, you know, it's, yeah. so we've, we've sort of been having a lot more fun with it now, right, Hannah? (laughs) Definitely fun, but longevity is a, is an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. What uh, the visualization I had as you were talking is kind of like a, a peacock with all its feathers, you know, and, and how each each feather, each bloom is has its own uniqueness to it. And there's so many, you know, only, like only so, women over 50 could feel like a peacock. Can you imagine? <laughs> but why not? The inclination is to sort of pull back, get smaller, right? Right. And geez, yeah, I love yeah. this image. So, so then if you're if you're thinking of the peacock with you know when it's not in its most aggressive state because that's actually when <laughs> the feathers kind of show uh-huh, but uh-huh. there's this beauty even in the small ones that you get to see i think we forget because if, if you're relying on society to tell you your value right. you can definitely feel very small yes right Yes. You know, and at any age, you know, the, the, the lessons you teach and the methods at which you're assisting people to be creative in the thinking of what, what do they want to display in this world? Like, how do they want to show up now? Who do you want to be? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's actually is effective at all ages. But I love that you're focusing on um, a niche that you yourselves are going through, you know, like, so you can actually walk alongside these women and, and create me, the we're same. having to work on ourselves here. <laughs> it's amazing yeah. how, uh, how much we buy into the cultural construct of, oh, you're too old to start a business or, you know, to learn technology or to make money, whatever, you know, it's yeah. so that we're, we're having to really catch ourselves. And, you know, I'm for, we're for women of all ages. Right. It's just, it seems the invitations start to dry up after 50. So that's why we're specifically saying like you, you know, you're invited, you know, it's, it's a lot of women in their forties are saying to us, no, do it for us. We need it. We need it. Right. But, you know, there's something nice about kind of claiming our tribe, you know? And, yeah, and, it, and it's warranted too, because you want to, you don't want to overextend yourself either into realms that spread yourself too thin. Mm-hmm. Then you then you miss out on giving to, to those who really need it in that focus that you have, which I love. We're also I'm, creating a model for what's it for the younger generation. That's right. Yeah. Tribe has been a very interesting theme for me this year. You know, when I went to my first like all women's event earlier this year in March, and it really showed me that I I don't have to be in it alone. I I personally have been in a very male dominated career path and um, I've been able to build and support a lot of women in the male dominated um, environments. Yeah. So it's been, and it's very rewarding for me to do that type of work too. But I think, you know, looking at how you actually build tribe and think about that, that I'm going to use the word niche. It's not necessarily niche. It's just a generational growth, right? (laughs) Like that, that you are, you are servicing. What are the, 
some of the pains, I guess, that some of the folks that you have helped or even yourselves, your own journeys that you've gone through to really spark this interest of assisting and serving in this realm? By pains, do you mean in terms of what the experiences they've had or the pains that we've gone through? Either one. I mean, this is all about your badass journey. So if you want to share yours, that would be great. (laughs) It's been challenging for us, as we said, because of that, I, you know, our own um, thought process and our own cultural acculturation that says, you know, that we shouldn't, we shouldn't be moving forward, that we are, it's time to slow down. So we've had to do our, as Seal said, our own work to see that we can have possibility. What we find is, you know, the reality of being over 50 is, is facing, as we say, plot twists that happen to you that may not be of your own choice, as well as the ones you choose. Um, you know, we have a lot of women who've, you know, partners have left them or husbands have left them. Or Amazingly jobs. a lot. 30-year yeah. marriages are suddenly yeah. ending. Mm-hmm. Or careers that are phasing them out because mm-hmm. they're too old or um, as, or seen as too old. Um, you know, lots of, of loss, lots of yes. challenges. Partners um, dying, yeah. parents passing, mm-hmm. siblings passing, yeah. um, children it, moving out. Yeah. And it's very hard because I think also the social structure, people lose their community. Like you say, your tribe, they lose that support system that they've had in place, whether it is through their children and their community or whether it's through a job. And they're looking, they're lonely, they're isolated, which makes them feel, you know, more vulnerable to all of the thoughts that we have. So it's an, it's really an opportunity to bring women together, to support each other and to, and to see what that we are still vital that we have, you know, I think an untapped resource, you know, that can make enormous change. And, you know, Karina, I don't know what you discover, but so many women, uh, like Hannah and I've been thinking lately, it's really all about identity, right? It's really all about who are you now? Who are you? Um, then comes what, what do you want to do? Right. But women, and maybe it's just, maybe it's more our generation, but women aren't taught to put a lot of thought into that somehow. Who a lot of the women have are, how they identify themselves is who they're linked to who their their either their husbands or their families or their careers or their you know and so when these things start to shift then they they say to us well I don't know who I am now I don't know what to do I don't know I don't know how to dress I don't know how to talk I don't know who to be you know mm-hmm. and, and my physicality has changed and so a lot of women identify themselves in terms of how they look how they attract people their style and all of it, all of it can be reinvented, truly, yeah. you know, uh, but just needing sort of, I think, permission yes, and then support from other women. And then, you know, we have a few, you know, steps like here, you know, start with this. Let's start, you know, right. you know, start with the imagination. Let's think about your mindset. Let's help you figure out what a new purpose could be. I, I definitely see that when folks are so tightly wound, associating their identity with a role that they play versus the truth of who they want to be in every moment. Right. You know, like there's this, it happens even just in the job market at any age when you have a certain role and you go through a layoff process, for example, mm-hmm. right? And so many people now, it's like a common talent management 
effort these days to manage finances is that people go through layoff rounds. And every year, there are large companies doing this. And here you have this this person who has gone through, dedicated their life, their, their time, their energy to trying to grow within a company. And then all of a sudden, it's just slashed. It's just pulled out from under them. And now they don't know who to be. You know, mm-hmm. or how do I be, or how do I show up? I mean, mm-hmm. it, and it's really difficult when there's an emotional attachment. So some of the some of the pains you talked about, which is you know whether it's divorce or um, empty nesting or mm-hmm. um, loss of a family member, identity comes from, especially in a tribal standpoint, the role you play in that tribe. So now when your tribe identity shifts or the role you play in that mm-hmm. <laughs> in that, you know, circle, let's just call it, mm-hmm. then it's yeah, it requires uh the next version of you mm-hmm. is the language I tend to use with my clients where it's like, okay, you know, you've mastered this existing version. Now that system, I always go back to systems because my background's in tech, you know, mm-hmm. and it and it translates well now that we all hold smartphones or, you know, have upgrades going on all the time. It's the same thing with your life, you know? Well, I'm always afraid to upgrade because... Yeah, I know. You know, right? Well, but that's yeah. because it's not as familiar. Whereas if you talk to generations, you know, coming after you, it's like, that's a very common thing. It's about version control. What's the next version? I can stay... I like that. What's this version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can stay this version of myself, this, you know carrying 2018 version for the rest of my life if I choose to, but does that fill me up? Am I getting, am I optimized? Am I getting the best benefits? Am I getting utilized as much? It's the same type of um, occurrence that, uh, that happens with these big life changes. It's like, okay, the version of me is not capable yet. I, ha- I don't have the right software install yet to handle all this drama coming my way. (laughs) Yes. And and you know, the next version for um, a lot of the women that we work over 50, again, it's, if you're looking for the prototype, it's it's not out there, right? Right. So we have to teach people how to step out of the box, actually, to like really believe in the science of possibilities, to like be an outlier, right? To step out. And dream Um, again. And you know? dream again and yeah. dream again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's, that's the hardest part, I think. It's also when you fit into a I mean, box for so long. Mm-hmm. Right. Like but that. I think ageism also just sort of narrows it. It's almost like you're not supposed to dream. You're supposed to be getting your affairs in order, one woman right. told us. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Or I don't know what. Or Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. But that's what they're told. Or, you know, you, you start to believe it until you try something else. I, re- I remember with my mother, who was my father's support, and he he said to me actually once uh, he said, "Well, she doesn't have any interests." And uh, after he, you know, when he was heading retirement, I looked at him. I said, "She her entire life was about making your life possible, give her time." Like you know, yeah. it was it was interesting. But that's what a lot of our role models were too. Is that, and particularly in our generation, was the you know we were a service system. We're a service. Mm-hmm. So how do you imagine what that is? You know? And you know, I think quite frankly, uh, being of service is a is is a thing that women want to do. And mm-hmm. but 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 how you do it and who you are when you do it is where we want to get right. Like so, it comes from the energy inside, from the desire inside. 
Yeah, and I love that you're, you know, I know you offer workshops and programs and, you know, work directly with folks who are managing through the twist, right? Like mm-hmm. trying to figure out as they are swirling around what the out- <laughs> outcome is going to be. <laughs> you know? I like that too. <laughs> yeah. Which is really great because it's, you're, you're giving permission to design again. So tell me a little bit about you know, how you two came together. Obviously, you've known each other for so long, but when did you decide to build a partnership and in this and, and kind of now start to offer these services to your clients? I, I mean, it really was an evolution of over time. It started with conversation and, as we said, complaining and until it evolved into something that we realized we had something to offer, you know, because we both come from um, a therapeutic background, you know, and an education background that we realized that we, you know, there was an opportunity for us to share what we were finding and what we were learning with people and to put it into a way in which was useful and could help women have an opportunity to you know, try out those skills to to learn how step-by-step step, sort of how to change how they think about themselves, how to discover who they want to be and listen to themselves in a new way and start to create that community and support and goals that would make that a reality. Yeah. I think we both are our special sauce for Hannah and I is always be able to gather a group of women and have great conversations and laugh and make everybody feel comfortable. And we were doing it as therapists. We were doing it as friends, you know, with our large groups of friends. And I, you know, I just think we both just, and then the questions, yeah, about like, well, what's happening to us here, you know? Um, so... It was interesting. First, the first um, workshop kind of event we did at the end of it, people lined up. So, how do you guys know each other? How long yeah. are you friends? It was really interesting to us because we hadn't even fathomed that that would be interesting to anyone. But it was that was a big question. So, yeah, it's a rare a rare occurrence to have lifelong friends. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, it, especially when life takes its course, right? Like whether it's your kids and what's going on with your kids. And then there's the association of the, the all the parenting stuff that happens <laughs> and that yeah. tribe that's built. But like to have, I am very fortunate that I have those close girlfriends from, I mean, it's crazy, like from kindergarten. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. and, and I'm very fortunate that all of them that I still you know, sustain the relationship, want to also continue that relationship. Because I think there's there's that aspect of it too. And it, it's much easier for us now too with the digital age where we can text and FaceTime and do all these great things. But when we get together and have those conversations and like really check in and connect, it is it is beautiful. And the fact that you're creating that space for women who might feel isolated and also yeah. feel less than because they're they're disconnected from their identity. It is really important to know that there are places they can go to learn how to reconnect and flex those muscles again. One of the things you said was like, you know, we can easily get caught up in the story in our head. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's that invitation to say, hey, what's going on in your head? Like, I actually care. I want to know. And and the, the fact that you have these um, workshops, dinners, you know, however you bring mm-hmm. folks together, mm-hmm. it's, it's beautiful. Well, we do. We've done dinners. We're offering workshops. We have sort of a, we, we call it, we were calling it the core program. I think we're going to call it an intensive now, but we, we start with mindset, right? Like you've got to pay it. You've got to be 
really look at those fixed <laughs> mindsets, right? That yeah. Those, those, that voice in your head that says it's too late or I can't now or I'll look foolish or whatever it is. So we, we really work on that. We work on um, imagination, you know, like, and, and what we realized is we actually went to a talk recently with a lot of women were there over 50 and a, a lot of people were saying, we have to use our imaginations. We, but women look at us and say, I don't know what you mean. I don't know how to use my imagination. So then we realize, okay, we've got to actually teach people how to make things up, how to play again. Yeah. We do a life review workshop where we have people look back at their stories of their life, not not like you do in psychotherapy to figure out where it went wrong, (laughs) but to look at who are you? What do you want to bring? What do you want to bring with you? And how might you want to twist that? Right. Right. Your own story is your own story, you know? So we have a repurposing workshop where we help, we call it repurposing because it's something, purpose isn't one thing that falls, comes to you from above and (laughs) you're saddled with forever. We also want to do, we do a strengths workshop because we think Mm -hmm. it's really important to know and understand your strengths if you're going to use them and focus them in a way that, you know, is fulfilling. So. I love yeah, it. Most women are real good at telling us what their weaknesses are. Right. It's yeah. very easy. Yeah. To to yeah. to weigh on the negative generally is easy because that's what we're trained to do. Yeah. You know, and so As the therapists too. Yeah, of course. We're yeah. trained to look at the weaknesses, to diagnose, to pathologize, mm-hmm. essentially, you know. Yeah. So Hannah and I had both wanted to move out of that a little bit, right? So yeah focus more on be more strengths-based change agents. So, yeah. yeah. That's great. It's like um, fitness trainers flexing the muscles, right? Yeah. Like we work with what you got and you make it stronger. I love that. Because it, it, that has impact going forward too. I'm curious if each of you have a story in your own personal life where you felt like, man, that was a badass moment. You know, something that you just totally overcame or plowed through or achieved that you would love to share with our listeners. Hmm. Hmm. Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> I, I would have to say I'm feeling really badass about getting our literary agent, first of all. And um, I've been, you know, writing a lot. That's felt really, really great. What would I call my badass moment? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think how personal to get here. Like both Hannah and I have a lot going on in our lives, you know, similar to our are are women, you know, I have a child with special needs and lots of things going on family-wise. And, you know, that, that now that I have my new badass attitude, I don't see it as a burden. I don't see, I'm, I'm, my process is working to not see it as a burden, to see everything as a chance to get bigger, to get, to really, you know what I've been saying lately to Hannah, like, I really want to be my grown-up girl now, like mm-hmm. in a way I've never been before, you know? So I'm, I'm really want to step into responsibility. Right. I can, yeah, it's interesting thinking about it as a badass moment because there's so many little badass Hannah, moments. Many. Gone, badass. It can be as simple as, as, you know, conquering the techni- technical stuff to record the podcast. <laughs> you know, that's a badass moment. I know that I'm in control. That feels good. To, you know, to being able to speak about what we're doing. And, and every time we, we, you know, reach another 
milestone that we've set for ourselves, it's a badass moment. We've, you know, got a literary agent. That's a badass moment. There's a lot of them that have been about along the way, you know? Hannah just had their knee replacement. That's a badass mm-hmm. moment. It is a badass moment. <laughs> She's a badass about that. All right. So we're go down that road. My other badass moment was giving a dinner party for our college friends um, 12 days after my hip replacement. Uh-huh. That was a wow. badass That's moment. a badass too. moment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why I love asking that question is that most most women especially, it's I, I use... I mean, obviously the the podcast is your badass journey because I believe that everyone is a badass in their own right. Showing up and putting yourself out there and going after what you want and and even fumbling has the badass in them, you know? And and so I love that the way you just dialogued on answering that question with me because both of you I could see the training you're both going through and trying to reframe onto the positive because there was a struggle in that a little bit. But I love how quickly you answered it, both of you, (laughs) and showing up, you know? You know, the badass is about not about doing, as you said, accomplishing everything perfectly. It's about falling over, dusting yourself off and getting back up and saying, here I go again. You know, that's that's it. Yeah, that is right. And And I love that definition of it too. And it's it's why I love asking the question because you get to see pride a little bit <laughs> in in just the showing up, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. Well, so tell folks, you know, what is the best way to connect with you? What do you have any um, you know workshops going on that that you want them to look at, join into the new year? What what's going on with that? You want, want me to tell us? <laughs> We have we we're about to launch a new website, um, which has which we're really excited about. It's a, lo- a lot more interactive, which is what we've been hoping for. So um, that will um, launch after the first of the year. And if people check out twistingtheplot.com, they will see that we have a lot of ways to connect with people. One is is that we you can sign up and you'll get um, a newsletter from us that'll be. Um, with things you can do and inspiration on a regular basis. We have some free information to get people started and get excited about the idea of twisting their own plot. We um, will have some writing and eventually the podcast that, um, so our blogs and articles and, and things like that will be there. And then there'll be a new schedule for workshops um, heading into In the, the new year. That's great. Yes, there'll be workshops and events. And so, and also there's an opportunity on the website. We want to hear from women. So we have a submit your story. We want to get the stories and start sharing because what we see, this twisting the plot, while we want each woman to find her own showing up, her own voice, her own badass self individually, it's really a cultural movement. And and if we don't, you know, women, like it, it has to be collaborative. It has to be collective. And that's how change really happens. That's how we're going to find a whole new stage for women, a whole new, like, I want women forming armies. I want to get out there. I want to change the world. Like, hey, if we make it through menopause, let's make it <laughs> worth it. Right. Yeah. Let's not just peter out after we go right. through all of that. Come on. Right. right. Yeah. I love that. I love the energy you two bring. And I want to <laughs> I want to thank you both for really showing up in your own journey to include 
others in healing their paths as well, but really just like creating that design of what it looks like for the next years to come. I mean, it, it is, it's a beautiful gift and environment you're, be, you're able to, to provide and share. And so I want to thank you both so much for sharing a piece of yourselves because I know there's so much more to come as well as so much that you've gone through that we can't, can't wait to see through the community you're creating on your new website and, and all that you're going to be putting out there in 2019. So thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you both. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, this was fun. Thank you for joining me today. Before you move on to the next episode, please post a review or share this episode with someone you think would appreciate it. Your feedback and support mean everything to me. For more information, check out yourbadassjourney.com or kareenwalsh.com. I truly believe everyone is capable of living a badass life. Thank you for listening.